Hello all. We welcome all of you back to Guru Vaipan Temple of Brampton's second Prabodhanashtakam series. Let us begin with a prayer. Ekadantam Mahakayam Tapta Kanchana Sannibam Lambodaram Vishalaksham Vandeham Ganayakam. Today, it's my privilege to introduce Sri Ananda Dirta Das Ji. So, Sri Ananda Dirta Das Ji has been in ISKCON since 1989 and presently serves as a managing trustee and CEO of the publishing wing called the Bhakti Vedanta Book Trust. He is also associated with Heart Math Institute based out, in, based out of California on studies related to health and meditation. Sri Ananda Dasaji is the brainchild behind the development of a yet-to-be-released first-of-its-kind app that includes all of the scriptures in ebook and audio format. Today, Sri Ananda Dasaji would like to share some of his realizations on what it means to be spiritual and remain connected to the divine in our present environment. So, Sri Ananda Dasaji. I would like to hand it over to you. Thank you, Madhav, for the introduction. Um, I want to especially express my um, gratitude to the organizers for uh, giving me an opportunity to speak, especially to Sri Shaji Krishnan and uh, Deepa Menon. Um, I basically wanted to, like you put it, uh, Madhav has put it, I wanted to share some insights um, uh, in my spiritual journey, which, uh, which I find um, are very essential in our journey, um, especially when we miss out a lot of things if these insights have, are not understood properly. Um, with better understanding of what we do, we uh, make better choices. And uh, I find that these choices, what we make, basically help us to overcome the various challenges that we face in our life. Um, choices in the sense that when we face various challenges, we choose, we choose to take divine intervention to overcome those challenges. And by doing that, we grow spiritually. So with better choice, with better understanding of what we are doing, we make better choices. And with better choices, we grow, we, we convert every challenge into an opportunity to grow spiritually. Otherwise, we are always, there is a throbbing in the heart always about something that is going to come up, some challenge that is going to come up, some problem that is going to come up. Deep down with the present environment that we live in, there is always, let's admit, there is always that fear deep down. So the various practices that we do in our spiritual journey it's essential that we don't just latch on to the, to the rituals, but go deeper and understanding, understanding the meaning behind those rituals. 
when we give meaning to what we are doing then you know it can help us when we face various obstacles otherwise it remains a very external process i basically also wanted to continue on the last speaker swami sarvapriyananda who spoke about self knowledge because uh, in today's world it's it's uh, it's so essential that subject because we have so much of data available on the social media so many pravachans so many people speaking about spiritual um, uh, subject matter but underlying principle in all the various like i said we should not latch on to the the the, the processes the rituals that we undertake are a means for us to go deeper and connect with the lord in their heart so if we miss that point you know it's it's um, we can continue with all the rituals but you know we will we will not grow spiritually it does help to some level but then um understanding things will help us to face various things in life you know with a proper proper frame of mind now when we talk about self knowledge this self knowledge is not something which is um, you know the knowledge which is which we, which we have which we gain through reading and you know understanding things around us that's not self knowledge self knowledge is number 1 we understand who the self is if i read a chemistry book that can be termed as a self knowledge in terms of that's that's your personal knowledge yeah that what you have gained but self knowledge is the knowledge which comes from within from understanding your real position just like when you have a aircraft flying you have kids who look at the aircraft and say that you know an aircraft is flying a little more grown up adult will understand that yes there is a pilot sitting there is a fuel and etc etc a little more educated person would know that there is uh, you know a different fuel that is used for the aircraft and it needs a training etc etc so different people have different understanding about an aircraft flying and finally you have the pilot who knows everything deep down so self knowledge is the knowledge which we get from within which is perfect which is we call it intuition we call it the inner voice but you just like the pilot we need to be situated in a proper understanding otherwise the child also have some knowledge about the aircraft flying but it's not complete so first of all self the moment we talk about self we refer it to our body or when we use the term ourself we refer it to people around us our close near and dear ones or our group or whatever you could call it but self means the spirit soul that is what the first lesson krishna gives to arjuna in the bhagavad gita you are not this body you are the spirit soul 
when we have some dead person you look at i mean i know this um sound is a little bit depressing but bear with me there is a meaning behind this um we see a dead person we say that he or she is gone or he or she is no more but the body is there intact what is that is gone out of the body that's the spirit soul we all know this we all know this but it has a very practical application to our life self knowledge comes from first understanding that the self means that the spirit soul this body is temporary dehinosmin yata dehe kaumaram yavanam jara the soul passes on from one body to another body even in this life we pass from boyhood to youth to old age so there are two souls in our body there is a soul that is the self and then there is a super self or the super soul so krishna says in the bhagavad gita hridesha arjuna tishtati i am seated in everybody's heart so you can call it the self and the super self or the soul and the super soul and the super soul is seated in everybody it is running the entire universe it's also called as the anu atma it is there in every atom and it is seated in our heart it is very loving it is very forgiving it is there to guide us krishna says in the gita pitaha masi jagato mata data pitamaha and your father and your mother and your grandsire he says that just surrender unto me i will take care of you so we have a very loving now just imagine if you had a friend who was the most richest person in the world who was the most powerful and who's mad about you just for a moment even if you imagine that you will get a chill here is a personality who is seated in our heart who is controlling the entire universe and he cares about you so when we understand the self that is the soul and the super soul seated in our heart this is the foundation of any spiritual knowledge you see in the bhagavad puran uh, there is a story about how lord vishnu he killed hiranyaksha hiranyaksha was a brother of hiranyakashipu hiranyakashipu as you all know is a father of prahlad maharaj bhakta prahlad so hiranyakashipu's brother was hiranyaksha so when lord vishnu killed hiranyaksha hiranyakashipu was very disturbed very angry but obvious and he wanted to immediately go and kill lord vishnu 
but lord vishnu was in no mood to fight he just killed hiranyaksha so he was in no mood to fight now what does he do he has to go somewhere but hiranyakashipu had the boon to go anywhere in this universe he had the boon to travel to various planets he had the boon to go underwater deep inside the ocean he even had the boon to go inside a mountain of gold so lord vishnu could not go inside a mountain to hide he has the ability to hiranyakashipu has had the ability had the boon to come inside the mountain he could not go under the water deep inside the ocean hiranyakashipu would come there he can he could not go to some secluded planet because hiranyakashipu will come there so what does the lord do the lord says that i know where hiranyakashipu is not going to look for me and then lord vishnu enters the heart of hiranyakashipu and that's how hiranyakashipu could not find lord vishnu in the same way we are also like hiranyakashipu always trying to find meaning satisfaction completeness wholeness outside of ourselves when actually the lord is right here in our heart don't take me wrong i am not saying that you should not have a relationship or you should not have uh, friends or you should not have certain things which you want no your completeness will come only when you actually understand this relationship because nothing of outside is going to fully satisfy you and we can see that in this world people who already have all those things which you are or anybody all of us are desiring are still not satisfied there is a missing link so this lord is seated in our heart and look at the potential that we have look at whom we are having it's like um you know you have google you can go to google um and ask any question uh, of course now you have chat gpt also you can go to use google maps and you know find the location where you find the route where you want to go what route to take but to use that you need to know how to log in how to you need to know some basic knowledge in the same way in order for us to take help from the divine seated within us we need to know how to connect there has to be a wifi connection we have to have a connection so just imagine when you are and this this knowledge this divine is very forgiving is very forgiving when you are using a google map and you are en route to some place even if you take a detour immediately the voice comes recalculating just in case if you have taken a route and you uh, which is not suggested by 
uh, Google Maps, it will still immediately start recalculating from the detour which you have taken from there how to go to your final destination. So it says, I think, recalculating or uh, yeah, something like that. So when a Google map could do that, you just imagine the conscious Lord seated in our heart, what he could do. Even if we take a detour, even if we are far away from the goal where we want to be, he's always ready to reciprocate. It's a loving intelligence and it's very intelligent as well. But we need to understand who we are. Just like our, our present position, I would put it like this as, you know, a king's son, a prince, he's actually looking for a job. He doesn't know he's a prince and he's looking for a job in the kingdom. He has forgotten that he's, he's a son, his father is a king and he's looking for a, for a job in his kingdom. And he's finding a job or whatever happens to him depends upon his karma. What kind of job he gets or whatever. But if he, if he realizes that he's the king's son and he walks inside the palace with that knowledge, then automatically the protocol takes care of him. He does not have to ask, where is my... Um, where is my room or where is my food or, you know, the protocol takes care of it because he has realized he is the prince there and he, you know, he is, he is uh, uh, entitled for all those things. So in the same way, when we understand who we are, I am the father, I am the mother, I am the grandsire. When we understand who our father is, where is he seated? And we have this knowledge, then we will get that knowledge from him. That is called self-knowledge. Knowledge from the perfect source when you are situated in your right understanding. Basically, there are two laws that governs us. You can put it as like that. When we go for a medical checkup, the doctors can check everything in your body, whatever scan, everything, and give you an analysis. How much is a sugar level, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But that because that's governed by a particular law, which they know. But they won't be able to tell you how much more time your heart is going to breathe or how much are you going to um, uh, uh, how much your heart is going to beat or how much more time you're going to uh, breathe that is governed by another law that's the divine law so the more you place your energy the law is Wherever your attention is, energy flows there. If you pay more attention to this material law, then the Lord will say, Tatastu, so be it. But if you place your attention towards this 
divine law which governs your heartbeat which governs your breath then the lord will say tatastu so be it that is when you will see mystical things happening in your life because it's not the normal course of law it's not the law of karma that will apply just like if the kings if the prince if he doesn't know that he is a prince and he is working in a particular place and if he does something the law of that kingdom is going to take care of it but when he is a prince in the palace those laws really don't apply actually speaking he has a different set of rules in the same way when you place your consciousness on this divine law when you place your trust on this divine law when you surrender to this divine law this divine energy seated in the heart that law will take care of you krishna is called as yogeshwara what is the meaning of yogeshwara it means master of mystics master of mystics mystical things happen what is mystical you can call it mysterious also mystical is something which is out of normal course of functioning so when we connect to this law and how do you how do you make this connect first of all you give attention when in any relationship suppose you want to build a relationship suppose you want to you have a relationship what do you do you give attention to that relationship if you don't give attention if you don't give time if you don't value if you don't have gratitude towards that relationship it's not going to last long or maybe it will just be there but it won't have any lively spirit among them so it's like you know um, you don't miss a date with someone you love you don't miss a date with someone you love so in the same way this is your date with the divine you don't miss your meditation which helps you to connect with that divine you don't miss your chanting which helps you to connect with that divine and by giving attention and your energy and your this thing towards this divine power within you you get reciprocation because it is not uh, it it reciprocates and it reciprocates in wonderful ways and then you can see the reciprocation you can actually feel it so there are these two laws and we know we should know how to connect with this divine and wonderful things start happening when you connect but we have to also be careful about sentimentalism what happens normally in the course of bhakti we say yes um, there is a nice story which uh, uh, was mentioned by ramanujacharya there were two people one was an atheist and the other was a bhakta a devotee and both of them fall into a deep well now the atheist is saying i will climb up this well on my own i don't need anybody's help i am a self made man i will climb up on my own and the atheist is 
struggling, is working very hard to climb up. The Bhakta, on the other hand, he's saying, he's praying to the Lord and he's saying, Lord, please take me out of this well. He's not putting any effort, he's praying. Now the Lord sends a rope. Atheist is not bothered about the rope because he's just climbing. And the Bhakta also is not clinging on to the rope because he has an understanding that the Lord is going to wrap the rope around him and lift him up. So he continues to pray, pray, pray. What happens in the end is both of them are in the well. They continue to be in the well. So in the same way, we should not get sentimental about our relationship. It, has, it is a very live relationship. It's not one way. Any relationship for that matter, it's not a one-way traffic. You have to do some work. If you have bad habits, if you are always fault-finding, if you are always complaining in a relationship, then you won't get that reciprocation. In the same way, the Lord has sent you the rope. You have to do the part work. That's why they say you're co-creator. Why do they say your man is the uh, master of his destiny? Lord is in control, but at the same time, you need to have an intention, what you want, and you need to work towards it. Krishna spoke the Gita to Arjuna, and uh, Arjuna didn't want to fight. He told Krishna, take me in the middle of this army. I want to see who are these people who want to kill me, who are so ready to fight. And when he saw that his own relatives were there, Arjuna became, started trembling. And then Krishna told him, I have already, this war is already won. You are going to become a nimitta matram. You're going to become an instrument. So you have to do your duty. And even after explaining the whole Gita to Arjuna, Krishna says, now it's up to you what you want to follow. The Lord does not interfere with our independence. Just like in a relationship, if you try to control somebody or somebody tries to control you, it won't work. You can't force somebody to love you. It has to be natural. There has to be reciprocation. There has to be time. There has to be attention. There has to be appreciation. Then you will see the reciprocation. So in the same way, when you start connecting to this divine, you will see wonderful things happening. You will not want to, you will not want to manipulate things in your life. You will, you will be so satisfied, like Krishna says, being satisfied with the self. Unless you are the best version of yourself in your life, you won't be able to serve as a husband, as a wife, as a father, as a son, whatever. You need to be the best version of yourself. So when you are, you give time to this relationship with the Lord of the heart, you become more stronger. You don't need to butter up, spend time buttering up somebody. You are very authentic. This doesn't mean you disrespect somebody. This doesn't mean you... You know, you are a loner. You, in fact, value everybody. But when you face obstacles, when you face um, unfair people, when you fair, face an unfair situation in your office, you don't focus on that. 
because that is like the medical law you focus on the divine law and wherever energy wherever attention is the energy flows there so you let us say you have a colleague in your office who's uh, doing a lot of lobbying to come up to the next level and you have done a lot of hard work or let us say you are uh, doing a real estate business and you have somebody undercutting you and what do you do do you uh, run away from there saying that i am a spiritualist i don't want to do like arjuna wanted to do in the beginning or do you stoop down to their level and then get into a material platform and einstein put it very well he said that the problems that you are facing won't get solved from the same level that created that problem you need to go to a different dimension this is that different dimension this is quantum physics depending and reciprocate depending and connecting and nurturing this divine law which runs the heartbeat which is controlling the entire universe just like a lover he loves somebody he is not bothered about what others say he is so kind of infatuated or something he is not going to listen to anybody so when you face obstacle you don't focus you don't speak about those obstacles you just keep doing your work with all integrity all focus with a clear intention clear intention not about the person which is obstructing clear intention about where you want to be in what state of being you want to be and then you surrender now this aspect is very 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 crucial and very very thin uh, it's a thin uh, line about intention and surrender so there is a saying in english if you don't know where you are going any road can take you there so you need to have an intention but at the same time you need to surrender why do you need to surrender because our intention is based out of uh, our limited intelligence and etc etc now when you understand your spiritual position keep that intention understand your spiritual position and then surrender to this divine intelligence which is running the entire universe you just imagine um, you will get so fascinated because just by the grandeur of this of this divine intelligence it is digesting all the food in your body when you eat food it is not you who are you know calculating and uh, you know kind of working towards digesting the food it is happening automatically so in the same way when so it, it's it's a very powerful intelligence and it is it knows you it reciprocates with you it it uh, it is aware that you are giving attention to it it is aware that you are uh, connecting to it it is going to reciprocate so when you have an intention and when you surrender to this divine intelligence which is so vast and so massive just imagine this massive intelligence so perfect is going to take take you take your course is going to guide you so you may not get um what you want but you will get something always better this divine intelligence knows what is best for you just like the mother when a small child 
is on the lap of the mother and if some guest has come and wants to take the baby they they become a little bit defensive and they go back they lean back to the mothers you know because or when a mother is um, you know catching the hand of a baby crossing a road the child is not thinking where the car is coming from which direction the traffic no it is just surrendered to catching the hand of the mother and it knows that the road it will happen so we need to trust which is also very essential in a relationship we need to trust that divine intelligence because we are so used to our limited intelligence and our way of working we don't have trust in this this divine law we are, we are a bit fearful about this unknown factor here now just imagine you go to a restaurant you order uh, masala dosa you you know you speak to the attendant and order a masala dosa he takes down your order now you're talking to your friend every time you see this attendant you don't keep telling him masala dosa masala dosa masala you don't do that you have faith in this attendant that you have ordered once it will come we have so much faith in an attendant in a restaurant why should not we have faith in this i mean of course the divine power within us is not an order supplier is not a attendant but is our loving father pitama sajigato mata data pitama why should we not have faith in him just as when you were a child you were totally surrendered to your mother you had you had unconscious implicit faith that she is going to take care of you that kind of faith is what is needed that kind of trust is needed when you surrender to this intelligence you have an intention and then you surrender to this intelligence and then mystical things happen and then no matter what your external circumstances is no matter what your external circumstances is you are living in a different world actually speaking you are living in a different law you are governed by a different law you are totally surrendered to this law to this to this divine intelligence and it takes care of you we know the story of um, you know uttara uttara was pregnant with parikshit maharaj in her stomach and ashwatthama fired a brahmastra to kill parikshit who was in the womb of uttara so uttara went to arjun uttara went to yudhishthir to be uh, to not be to bhima to all the pandavas for help they were they were such powerful warriors she went to them for help saying that ashwatthama has fired a brahmastra and those days the brahmastra were very specific they could travel miles and miles thousands of miles and just kill that particular person and come back it won't create mass destruction so because parikshit maharaj was a everybody knew that he was a great devotee of the lord and he is going to be a great king so ashwatthama wanted to kill parikshit right there in the womb of his mother so finally uttara went to krishna she prayed to the lord the lord came and protected the womb with a covering and without all these warriors lifting a finger parikshit maharaj was saved 
so we may have people around us we may have friends family etc but ultimately it's the lord who can actually protect us and when you develop and become strong in that relationship you will also have meaning to you will also be able to help others because you're functioning from a different platform so we also know the story of uh, draupadi how she was uh, you know at one point of time you need to you need to know there is a balance how much there, there is a physical effort to be put and there is a conscious uh, there's work at the physical level there's work at the conscious level as well so physical level we just like i gave you the example of the office politics and things like that you do your work you do your work with great integrity with enthusiasm and at the conscious level you depend on this divine law you depend on this divine intelligence you don't get swayed away by um, you know every uh, every uh, step the opposite party is taking suddenly you will see oh you know he's getting a promotion suddenly you see some uh, thing happening and you'll wonder i did all the job and you know don't don't get swayed away with that when you connect here you will um, you will like i said you will not need to butter anybody you will be very authentic and you will you know you will you will live your life in a very fearless mode because you need to you when you start nurturing this relationship you will you will you will not want to please somebody unnecessary you will be very authentic it's like you won't get into the pleasing syndrome and you will be very authentic and when you are very authentic it automatically pleases others as well so we spoke about <clears throat> um self knowledge we spoke about who's a self we spoke about what self knowledge is it's not just our own knowledge but the knowledge which comes from the connection uh, with the divine within and in order to uh, get that knowledge we need to be able to know our real position just like you need to log in and you need to know to connect to google you need to know how to log in here you need to know to how to connect and you need to build that relationship by connecting more and more through your meditation through your chanting giving more meaning to what you do and that divine intelligence which runs this entire body it's such a complex you just see people who go to space uh, richard branson when he went to space he said that just when he entered space which is about 100 kilometers from the earth surface of the earth he said that it was a humbling and spiritual experience just the grandeur of the whole universe was so humbling and you feel so insignificant in the same way when you give some time thinking about how this body is functioning you know it it, it is it is such a miraculous manner that it is happening and that's where the healing also happens if you ask any healer they will never take credit for themselves they will say that that healing power is there in you as well they will say that and they will feel very ashamed to take any credit they will always tell you that that healing power is there within you as well and when we are in this connected state and we surrender you see right now we are trying to control and manipulate and do things on our own when we surrender to this larger intelligence 
it takes care of everything it takes care of your body it takes care of everything that's when many people actually not even knowing these things when they are in a state of actual surrender they get healed you know and they say love heals so when you are in this state you you know you will not want to talk about people you will not want to talk about petty politics it, it, you know you won't want to talk about the injustice that happened to you you will see whatever happened in your past is like a it's like a rear mirror in the in the car you don't look at the rear mirror and keep driving you'll go and you know bang somebody there the rear mirror of the car is meant to give a perspective of the past but you need to look ahead so whatever happened in your past that should be transformed into wisdom just like the rear mirror you get a perspective of who's coming what what's happened you know so that should be transformed into wisdom don't keep any hurt feelings it is you know then your heart will fill when you surrender and you know that you have you have such potential within you seated and you know you get excited in connecting with this intelligence you really get excited in connecting with this and then you fall from grace it's not that you know you are always going to be the the in this in the state some situation happens you fall from grace somebody tells you something you fall from grace then you pick yourself it's not it's not about falling from grace but every time you fall from grace you pick yourself up again and you keep connecting you keep connecting just like with the wi- wifi signal goes off you don't disconnect and switch off your computer you try again you connect in the same way when you do this you will every time you reconnect you are overcoming your lower self you are overcoming your old habits of wanting to be in a self pity mode uh, be in a mode of complaining because the body what is depression what is sadness it's just a chemical when you uh, go to a doctor people who suffer from depression when they go to a doctor what happens they give you a chemical they give you a tablet which is nothing but an antidepressant tablet it's a chemical in the same way the body produces its own chemicals you don't have to depend externally on anything so every time we become sad we become depressed the body produces a chemical and then the body gets used to it it's this habit formation it wants it demands we are addicts of sadness we are addicts of depression actually we want that sadness because we develop that identity we get attached to that me which is sad which is complaining which is saying that i couldn't do this because of this and this and that the body becomes the mind because the body is demanding a where is that chemical somebody says something to you in the office or some obstacle comes body is saying yes now you need to get sad no i want that chemical it's like a drug addict i want that chemical that time you take a few minutes take a deep breath connect you gain this knowledge you start performing from that level of knowledge you seek divine help then you overcome that habit then again something happens you may fall from grace again you come up slowly you will be able to overcome your lower self and raise your energy and you know remain always connected to divine so i think i will um, i will end here and i will like to take some questions thank you so much for enlightening us with your knowledge so if the viewers have any questions um you may post them in the chat feel free
Okay. So we have one question. Surrendering to the Lord is literally giving up all control. But what happens if the person surrendering is a pious person, but does not have a full, full trust? How can that be developed? Can you read that again? Yeah. Sur surrendering to the Lord is literally giving up all control. But what happens if the person surrendering what happens if the person surrendering is a pious person but does not have full trust? How can that be developed? So the process itself, just like if um, when you were in the school, you were told two molecules of hydrogen and one molecule of oxygen is equal to water. Now, when you were in the lower standards, lower levels, uh, you were told, uh, you know, just just believe this and go. You know, you will be able to practically do the uh, the experiment when you are, you know, in the tenth grade or something. So you went ahead and gradually, you know, you were able to do those experiments. So faith builds on faith. Or let us say, if I, if you ask me for a direction to go somewhere, and if I tell you, okay, to go to this temple, you need to take a, you know, a ride from this place. You'll come across a theater. From there, you take a left turn. You'll come across a mall. You know, blah blah blah. So every time you reach that one part destination, you you'll remember. Okay, the person said about this theater. Okay, you develop faith builds on faith. So somebody may be pious. He wants to surrender, but trust is slowly built, just like in a relationship, trust is built. And to start with, if you see our life, just like the Rearman, if you see the life with what all difficulties we faced, and there everybody has had instances when the Lord has reciprocated. It's just that we take things so much for granted that we really don't recognize that. And that is what a relationship as well. If the Two people don't value each other's uh, contribution. They don't value each other's, and they don't see good in each other. Then it won't last long. It will become very dry. In the same way, when we see loss, reciprocation, which has happened in the past, and then put your faith again, you see the reciprocation. So faith builds on faith. Okay. I hope that answers. So uh, we have another question: How do we know? If we're on the right path regarding meditation, and if we've attained self-knowledge. Okay, so when we, yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's a dance of a relationship. I would say, we we interact with the Lord within, and how do I know? Because, um, let us say. I'm facing this. Let me continue this example of the office politics, which I mentioned. You have a colleague who's doing all crazy things, and you know, I get this question many times. And then you're putting your effort, and your inner voice is telling you, stick to your thing, don't worry about it. You're focusing on this divine law, and you keep surrendering. Actually, the Lord does not want you to solve the problem. When we face obstacle, all the Lord wants you to do is 
to have faith, to keep that faith in him, to just keep continuing. If the small child on the lap of his mother or while crossing the road developed a distrust for the mother and you know pulled his hand out of uh, you know mother's uh, this thing and went away, you know what would happen. So the battles belong to the Lord. All the Lord wants us to do in times of challenges is that we keep our faith in him. And when you don't get disturbed, you overcome that obstacle, you get that confidence. Yes, this is, this is in self-knowledge. This is the Lord has reciprocated this. You'll come to know. You'll come to know. Just like, you know, the mother, uh, the child is not able to speak. The child is not able to communicate when, you know, when they are small. But still the mother knows when to feed the child, when to what, you know, the child wants. How, how, how is that possible? So in the same way, you will know. Because you're interacting with Pitama Sejakatoma, father, mother, grandsire. You will come to know. You will not be disturbed when you're facing. If your consciousness goes down, that's when you realize that. Or if you're taking decision from a very disturbed state of mind, uh, that's not self-knowledge. Okay. So how can one overcome the pleasures from materialistic life that it pulls the person back constantly and does not allow them to elevate to a higher self. How can we overcome this? Okay. So what happens is that when we, suppose you have a street urchin who's eating uh, food from the trash cans and you go and give him a wonderful thali does the street urchin have to um, renounce the food which he has been taking from the trash cans? No, he does not have to renounce. He just jumps onto the plate and then he eats from the plate because it's a higher taste, it's, it's, you know. So in the same way, when you keep touching, there is a difference between pleasure and joy. When you keep touching with this divine, you know, when you keep connecting with the divine, it's just like an iron rod. When you put this iron rod into a fire, it develops the quality of a fire. You see a burning iron rod. Now, when you take it out, it slowly cools off and then it becomes iron again. And then you're unable to touch it. In the same way, the more we remain connected to the divine, you will get joy. And then you don't like the street urchin, you don't have to you don't have to renounce your pleasure, actually speaking. You will, uh, you will get so much joy, there's a higher taste in this connection, that every time you get a, you get a, a, what do you call, a distraction from this pleasure, wanting to engage in this pleasure, you would calculate the, the loss that you would have in the disconnection. Just like if you are connected to your Wi-Fi, and then you know you you purposefully disconnect you know you you know that it's going to take time again to connect back so you will then realize no if i engage in this pleasure what is going to happen is again i have to connect back ultimately i have to come back to this connection because deep down you know that this is what is going to work and this is the real thing so then you you become afraid about the loss of time and the energy again because it's like um, if I'm going from Bombay to Pune and if I stop somewhere in middle uh, for overnight, you know, 
I don't have to start from Bombay again. I start from where I stopped. But in this case, you go down, you know, and then again you have to start from scratch. Then again, you make some progress in spiritual life by connecting. Again, what happens? You fall for a pleasurable experience, and then again your consciousness goes down. Again, you have to pull it up. So, you know, you'll you look at it. You'll have to face it. You won't, uh, you know, you don't have to out. You you don't have to close your eyes like a rabbit. You you look at it. You face you face your obstacles with the divine knowledge, with the divine help. Okay. mr pleasure i know you are there i know you are standing in front of me okay but i have divine help within me i am not going to we'll reason out with him i am not going to take you this time because i want to take this joy i want to keep this pleasure out because this pleasure is temporary and this joy is permanent it's going to bring me to higher levels this pleasure is not going to it's only going to make me uh, feel nice for some time at my bodily level but uh it's not going to help me face the obstacles it's not going to make me grow thank you so we have a uh, room for one one last question um so how do we differentiate between the super self decision versus the lower self decision so this question is uh, similar to the earlier uh, question which is how do we know it is the self knowledge so like i said when we when we take the decision when we are very peaceful we take the when we take a decision from the that connection which we are there like einstein said you don't solve the problems from the same level that created it you have to go to a different dimension so when you overcome that obstacle when you see how things mystically happened you're facing an obstacle and then this time you're consciously you did what you can fine and then you you're waiting for the lord's reciprocation and then he reciprocates and when you surrender mystically things happen on its own you know after you've done your job your part of it and then you know that yeah you know like i said faith builds on faith you know wow this is the technique this is the secret because the lord is seated in everybody's heart he can mystically make things happen so it's it's purely through the reciprocation that you know that it's it's self knowledge or it's uh, knowledge of the super self because sometimes you will be in a situation where you may take a quite a different decision from what the normal course would be you know like they say you know a calling of the heart and when you listen to that and the most important thing is we have to quieten ourselves if suppose i am speaking to you and you are listening to some music or some somebody else you are not going to hear me in the same way in order to listen to that super self within you need to quieten yourself i don't mean in just in not only in literally sense but also quieten the chatter in your mind and just just feel the presence of the lord in the heart feel the presence of the soul and just hear hear him out you will get that knowledge you will get you will come to know well thank you so much shri ananta teerdas ji uh thank you so much for um and thank you so much to our to our viewers for uh Uh, tuning in to our second prabodhanashtakam today um let's all conclude with the prayer loka samasta sukhino bhavantu loka samasta sukhino bhavantu om shanti thank you all thank you everybody thank you hare thank krishna you. thank you so thank much you.